0: Hi, I'm Peter.
1: And I'm Katya.
0: Welcome to the This and That channel. I have a question for you.
1: Ask away. What is your question?
0: What is my question? My question is about dreaming.
1: Love this question.
0: We have had this conversation.
1: Um, I don't think I'm recording. You are. <laughs> but how come I can't see the little lights on my voice?
0: Oh, because I have it on a different page. Uh, Your mic is backwards. That's the problem.
1: Oh, uh, see, we knew there was a problem.
0: No, no, just oh. take it and turn it like this. What? There you go. There we go.
1: Okay, is so it much better? Oh, my goodness. The excitement is back?
0: Yes. Oh. I'm over here trying to figure out what the heck is going on, and I'm like...
1: How many times have we set up the mic now?
0: A million.
1: But honestly, like, we should know that by now, right?
0: I know. The thing is, that I set it up facing me, mm-hmm. and then you just pulled the chair over,
1: Oh. and it yeah. was still
0: facing me. Oh. There we go. That's much better. Okay. All right. So let's start over. I have a question for you.
1: What is your question, Peter?
0: It is about dreams. <laughs> so, this is a subject that we actually talk about a lot. But in this past week, we've had, I guess, a little bit more conversation about it because some of the dreams have been funky and weird and, like, funny and sad.
1: But, but how is that any different than any other time we dream
0: it I don't know, I think we've had more conversations about it.
1: Oh, okay, which I love.
0: Yes. So <clears throat> let me preface this with <laughs> I don't dream enough. I think. <laughs> or if I do dream, it's not enough for me to remember it.
1: So interesting to that note, right? Um, there are some people who would adamantly say everybody dreams and there's other people who will say, yeah, me too. I never dream. Who can really know?
0: What I do know is that I close my eyes at night and and I wake up hours later. (laughs) So I'm sleeping. (laughs) What happens in that space? I don't know.
1: On the other hand... I dream every night
0: and the I, things I that can't stand
1: out and to I me, can't
0: wait to hear about them because they're weird sometimes.
1: I mean, that's such an understatement. Yeah. That's so not even close to what they are. <laughs> um, some of them are so, I don't know, extreme that those require going into the dream journal. So I was also going to do a, a preface as well. Mm hmm. Um, I know that there's like people out there who interpret dreams and, you know, oh, if you dreamt this, it means this. That's not what we're talking about today. We're literally just talking about dreaming yes, and our own experience with it, which I didn't know we were going to be talking about this, but it's so nice. Yes. Because it's, you know, the way I tell my dreams, it's an animated story. And if anybody were to walk in the middle of that or right after I said, in my dream... They would think I'm talking about the plot of a movie or what crazy thing happened to you. And it's like, no, no, it's a dream. But I talk about it like it actually happened.
0: Mm-hmm. And sometimes, sometimes we even have, um, not necessarily a dream that matches, but... Oh, oh I forgot to put Please my phone silence on Please silence
1: your phones. Please silence
0: your phones. <laughs> um, sometimes I have... Um, thoughts, or like I'll remember somebody or whatever, and I'll and I'll start talking about them to you, and you're like, oh, "I had a dream about them last night," or you'll start telling me your dream, and I'm like, oh, "I had I thought about them today. I was actually needing something, and I whatever."
1: So happened, I wonder which happened yesterday. Well, yes, and I wonder how much of the whole. Connectedness is um um well hold on let me back up a bit so I know that we have and, and there are some people who will who will also relate to this as well, um a connectedness where we're on the same page, we'll say something and it's like that's exactly what I was thinking about. You know, do you understand what I'm saying?
0: Yes. We have, we, we, we have
1: that, yeah. right? And I know that scientifically, perhaps, uh, they would say, well, that's not really scientifically proven, let's say, right? I'm, I haven't really done any research to know one way or the other. But I know it's not perhaps measurable or, or proven that that's a thing. Some people might think it's just coincidence, whatever, right? Right. Um, predictability, who knows? I believe in the connected part of it, all right? There are just, there's just some people that you connect with on a level where words are not necessary and you understand what that person is thinking and feeling and all of those things in a way that it's just, it's perhaps impossible to scientifically prove. But, right, I wonder take that right and say if I do believe in this connectedness that we have that it may not be a visible thing or a measurable thing but it's a real thing right then how much of that affects what we think about and dream
0: I think it definitely affects it
1: but you you're talking about something that is not tangible you understand it's like we're talking about the beyond now
0: okay but listen (laughs) screw science Hey, <laughs> in this situation, that's that's the truth. It's it's something that's not um it's something that we can't
1: qua- it's fringe. It, we can't
0: quantify it.
1: Yes, and it is fringe. So there are people who are going to say I completely agree with what you're saying and there's others who are going to be like, come on. The Zamora's went out <laughs> on the fringe. Yeah, it's like doo-doo but i do believe it and just just the same right in my personal experience i have had dreams that i have taken as a um not a warning i'm trying to think about a word that's not that okay but that it has awareness
0: it's created awareness
1: or it's right. Maybe it's like it's it's uh shed po- some light shed um, or pointed a light at something mm-hmm. that is like, whoa, you know, what's but going on here? That,
0: could that not be your subconscious mind telling you, hey, dummy, wake up.
1: Um, OK, so there there is, for example, there is a dream that I did have that ended up relating right to a family member who was going through a very dark time at that moment, right? Mm -hmm. But the dream I had was not about uh, particularly their dark time, okay? I just dreamt (coughs) about them, and I I dreamt about a, a very sinister figure chasing them. And I was trying to help them escape, okay? That was my dream. It was very unsettling. When I woke up the next day, very unsettling because it was very strange. I, it was like this person was disguised as a normal person that no one else seemed to be aware of, but me and only I could look into this figure's eyes and I knew they were sinister and evil. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it was very unsettling for me because I felt like I was trying to help her escape and no one else seemed to be worried about this figure trying to grab her, right? So the the next morning, I talked to my mom and my mom is one person that sometimes if I have a very unsettling dream, I'm a person who has to get the dream out if it was a nightmare or if it was unsettling in any way because I feel like if not, it's like on me, right? And I have to get it off of me. So speaking about it, it's like it breaks the spell of the dream, let's say, right? And I'm telling her this and literally her demeanor completely changes. And she tells me that the person, my family member that I dreamt about, told her that that same night she had a dream about this figure. We were both dreaming about this figure. Okay. How does, how do you explain that? And this person was completely terrified.
0: That's the stuff that's beyond science.
1: There you go. You know, so it was one of those things that my family member, when they hear this, right, they will know exactly who they are. And it's something that only the two of us, only the two of us know happened. And my mother, Mm -hmm. you know, And that that has nothing to do... But what I'm saying is it's not like a thought or I saw this figure in a movie and then I dreamt with them. Because I don't watch horror movies specifically for this reason. I have such an overactive imagination that anything scary I watch translates into my dreams.
0: You're also very sensitive to the things that are going on around you that aren't necessarily... Visible? Visible. Mm -hmm. Yes. So... Um, like, <clears throat> so like, in that situation, my interpretation of kind of of what ends up happening there is the fact that there are signs and things that are happening with the this person that you have a relationship with, right in this in this case, a particular family member that there may have been conversations, There may have been little signs of something that you saw or something that you heard or something. And your mind takes all of those things and puts them all in a little package and then helps you to figure it out.
1: So that's the scientific explanation. And I thought you said screw science.
0: That's not scientific.
1: Yes. In fact, yes. I read an article a while back that said... That if you ever have a problem that you're trying to figure out, stop breaking your head over it. Your mind will actually figure it out on its own. And all of a sudden, you're going to have a light bulb moment, right, where you figured it out when you weren't even thinking about it. Because in the subconscious, it continues to work out that problem right? So sometimes in a dream, you'll find the answer of like, oh my God, I know exactly what I need to do now, right? So yeah, yeah I... Yeah, but
0: what I'm, what I'm saying is things that you, you weren't trying to figure anything
1: out. Right. No, I'm sorry. I was getting to, to your part, but also, right, in the psychology of dreams, which I had to take a class on that, right? It was talking about how Your brain takes little bits of life experiences, memories, experiences in the day, conversations, movies and all that stuff, and creates a little package for you. Mm -hmm. And that's what your dreams are made of. Because it's trying to say it's not real. It's not your
0: dreams Mm -hmm. go beyond that. And that's what I'm saying. Okay. So I think you have to start I think okay
1: acknowledging that there is a beyond.
0: Okay, hold on. So I think you have to start with for The first part of it is the fact that there is going to be this subconscious situation that's happening where mm-hmm. your mind is going to create, in a little package, something to get you started, right? But then the beyond part happens, right? Where you are seeing these other things that are calling your attention or that are calling to your attention, so that you can pay attention and share that to others. So I think I think there's a start to it because, um, I don't know, it's like you you figure things out that people are going through before those people are even figuring it out themselves.
1: Yes, and that has happened multiple times before, which is very unsettling for them, I think.
0: And that happens in real life, in real time. So, I think your brain goes, superpower, if you were a superhero, I'm going to go down. <laughs>
1: Ooh. If
0: you were a superhero, your superpower would be dreams. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: You'd be like, we need to well, solve. funny because. We need to save the world. Hold on.
1: I was oh. talking to one of my sisters. There right? it is. And we were talking. Oh, and I think I talked to you about this as well, right? When we were going through the Lord of the Rings movies, who would you like to be if you had to be a character on there? And I was telling her, and you, I think, that I would like to be Galadriel, right? Because her gift of foresight is what I feel like I, my, what it would translate to if, if it was a superpower, Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I wonder how many people are listening to this episode about dreams and thinking, "Whoa, we are way too far out there." This is getting all into like the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> but it's perfect because it's October, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. And so um, it's very interesting. So I was I tried to find out with my uh, family who dreams, right? So I started asking a couple of my siblings around and all this stuff, and um, my mom said. That she barely dreams. It's like a, you know, once in a blue moon dream. My dad, on the other hand, says he dreams every night. You know, and so I'm starting to see like there's there's people in the family who get it, and there's other people who look at me when I'm talking about my dreams, and they're like, well, "Why are you even talking about this? It's not real, right?" But um, is it a
0: personality m- thing, though?
1: I don't know. Because you're, I feel you're, like that's You're more why. like
0: your dad. And I would be more like your mom.
1: Yeah. If I you mean, were to put it on a spectrum, right? Sure. If you were to put it
0: on a chart, I would lean more to how your mom is and you, without a doubt, um, without a doubt, or like your dad, the fact that he dreams.
1: And I, So I, I feel like the real answer to that an expert would probably tell you it's it's that and a hundred other things that sort of make it into that. Mm-hmm. But I think that for people who dream vividly, right um, dreams can become very scary. Something that my what my sister brought up with with one of the babies is that she seems to have nightmares. Right at night because she wakes up screaming, and I and I wonder about that. Right, a baby like you barely have any experience in life whatsoever. You have just lived a year, and how much of that is actually in your brain? Right, I wonder how a baby's head works. Where some people would say, well, babies can't dream, but that's only because they can't talk and they can't tell you that, right? But maybe they do. Maybe they feel.
0: Scared because they're
1: alone. It's dark. They're disoriented. Like there's all of these things, right? And you do wonder why is it that some children um, seem to wake up like she does just out of, it's not like a slow wake up. It's I'm awake and I'm screaming, right? So what, what, what makes that happen, right? And is she going to grow up to be a vivid dreamer who is going to wake up? Like I have woken up. From a dream where I am being suffocated and I wake up as if I've been holding my breath. So to the point where it's physically affecting you, you know, I don't think everybody can can understand that unless they experience that too. But my most extreme dream that I ever had, I actually had to go see a therapist for because I could not go back to sleep for days because I was so traumatized by what I had seen in my dream. Do you understand? Like Mm -hmm. I've, but so then sometimes I I start thinking it's just me. Like no one in the world can possibly experience what I experienced. I'm a
0: hundred percent sure that there are other people out there who dream the same way. And see, like, it's not that I don't dream at all. So I dream and I have had dreams and I've had dreams that have affected me for days.
1: And how and come then, you don't share?
0: Because we're not that many and it's like whatever. But like I've shared a few of the dreams with you that have been kind of hanging around for a while. And and sometimes I look at those dreams and I'm like, like where did that come from? That doesn't make sense and you know you share it with others so that others hear it and you know maybe they can give you some comforting advice or or just you know
1: if it's unsettling
0: or pat you on the head and be like you you're, are on your <laughs> you're on your own crazy
1: you're on your own
0: um but like i don't know sometimes like sometimes the stuff that i dream of is so it's just so dumb like i will I w- I'll wake up and i'm like what in the world was i like did i have indigestion That that's how i got this you know this crazy thing but then sometimes i get a dream where like i get up in the morning and i'll ask you hey look this is what i dreamt about and you're like oh man i was thinking about them and you know this is what you know this is what's going on and then you'll reach out to them and something's going on like there's I don't know. I think it's all a connection. Like our subconscious mind creates these um, these storylines, you know, um, in our in our brain to maybe just call attention back to people that are around us, situations that are happening around us.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, calling out, you know, things that maybe we don't see in something that we are considering doing or whatever.
1: Yeah. So. Um if if anybody's watched the movie I call it the blue avatar because there's Avatar the Last Airbender and then there is Blue Avatar with okay. Jake Sully. <laughs> Jake Sully. Um so at the end of the movie, right? You, there's a scene where there's like tendrils of light that revive this tree, all these people like connect to their essence or their spirit to mother earth let's say right and they re- they they literally revived jake because mm-hmm. he's dying right um and it was all of these little tendrils of light and again i feel like some people might consider this really out there fringy science stuff right but i can't see why it's not possible right for there to be invisible tendrils that you form with people these connections that again cannot be quantified cannot be imaged you know they cannot be really studied because it just goes beyond it's like the soul I think people have been trying to study the soul scientists have been trying to study the soul understand the soul nobody can understand why where is it Mm -hmm. There's not, you can't, you can image the entire body and you can't find it. There's not a place
0: that it sits, but when it's not there, you know.
1: Exactly, right? So if that is real, then how are connections, invisible connections to people, not real? And the same way as some people are completely unaware of that and they don't dream or they have no imagination or they see the world in a very, you know, square, black and white sort of way there are others who are more sensitive, more aware, or maybe it's not even those things. Maybe it's just that there's an open mind to, it's not, I'm sorry, it's not just everything that is seen that is real. Mm-hmm. There are things that are not seen that are also real, you know? Um, so when you said that about thinking about people it, it is very interesting that sometimes out of the blue, someone will pop in your mind. And I always go on those hunches. If somebody pops into my mind who I haven't spoken to in a very long time, right? Because, you know, people are connected differently now. I'll reach out to them just because. You never know. And, and we have had personal experiences with people that afterwards... I mean I'm never going to forget the one one story that we got back that this person was contemplating suicide at that moment. And your message to them stopped them. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's one of those things where you never know. You know, it's to me, I always say, never dismiss that. If it comes into your mind and it's not supposed to be there. Sometimes things are happening in a way that is just not linear. In
0: that specific situation, it was just somebody I knew through different outlets. It wasn't even like, you know, come sit at my house, like knowing of this person. And the situation was exactly what it needed to be at that time for it to... To work the way that it did. And like, that's hard, you know, that's that's hard to think back on because you're like, what if I wouldn't have sent the message?
1: And so, okay, so I just finished reading a book from this lady who went through an unbelievable amount of loss in a span of uh, right under two years, Okay. And I'm talking about, like, family member after family member, loss, okay? And her, her son committed suicide, and, hit, and her husband committed suicide. Like, that's hard. And, in, and that was just in the span of eight weeks that her husband committed suicide, and then her son killed himself, right? And that night before he committed suicide... Um she wanted, she had like this feeling of like, I'm going to call him, right? But it was late. And she writes in the book that she didn't want to be a burden because since she was mourning the loss of her husband, she didn't want to be that mother that was calling and saying, son, I'm needy, you know, all that stuff. And, it, you know, he was probably doing his own thing. And so she put off This need to call him and did not call him. And the very next morning, his roommate called to say he was found dead in his room. And she said that that haunted her. Like, it was, like, even though they had a funeral and a service, she couldn't release herself of him because she had She, she feels responsible. The, you know, and so I, those are the things we put on ourselves, I think, if something bad happens. We're always trying to find that person to blame, and if we can't, then it's, it's ourselves. Sometimes ourselves, yeah. You know, um, but it's one of those things that I feel like, okay, so if you bothered someone, and they're like, what are you doing calling me? Like, we haven't talked. Okay, you know, but rather do that than live with the what would have happened if I had. You know, so I I do, um, I'm a very big believer in follow instincts and your gut feeling. I mean, they're there for a reason, you know. But I feel like we have we sort of strayed yeah. a little bit well, from that.
0: I was curious. I'm actually. So the definition of a dream is a dream is a is a succession of images, ideas, emotions, and sensations that usually occur involuntarily in the mind during certain stages of sleep. During a typical lifespan, a person spends a total of about six years dreaming, which is about two hours every single night. And most dreams only last between five and 20 minutes. And then it, t- it says here that contact Content and function of dreams have been a topic of scientific, philosophical, and religious interest throughout recorded history. And then it goes on to talk about um, and, and like dream so you interpretation. Think about mm-hmm. And where is it coming from? And what can it be? And the psychotherapy behind it. Like, all the stuff that, you know.
1: Yeah, now you become obsessive with it, right?
0: Yeah, they're saying that in modern times now... The study of of dreams focuses on the n- neurophysiology. So it's it's just you know trying to figure out what is the hypo like they're testing hypotheses regarding dream function, and it says here there is not a single <laughs> um, it says it goes there's not a single origin of a dream that has ever been traced back to any particular part in the body or mind. <laughs> So, in other words... You're
1: chasing, uh, what, moonbeams? Yeah. And clouds?
0: It's the the Matrix. You're in the Matrix, (laughs) digging and looking, and you're just, you know, opening a door, going into
1: something else. So, I was actually going to talk about, like, a movie like Inception, right? I think that there may have been people, when Inception came out, they watched Inception, which is, you know, about dreams, and you maybe there's people who walked out and said i that was so confusing i don't get it you know it's and it's definitely
0: a movie you have to watch a couple times
1: yeah but for a dreamer right because i i think that there's people who walk around and it's like you're a dreamer you get it we can talk about dreams and it's i get what you're saying you get what i'm saying and you're speaking a whole other language right it, There's so many elements of it that are, I feel like you even uh, dissect them to deeper levels than a a regular person would, you know. But it was an interesting concept at the end. I know that there's a a point where they walk into a room where there's people who never come out of dreams. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the only way that they can sleep. It's the only way they want to live is in the dream world, you know. So I thought that was a really good example of what could happen to someone who becomes overly obsessive with trying to find something that cannot be found.
0: Okay. So let's, let's take that and let's expand on that. Okay. So we're talking, we've been talking about dreams that you dream when you're asleep. How different is it then to have a dream, right? Like you want something. Like how different is that dream from the one that your subconscious mind is creating? I mean, it's
1: completely different.
0: No, think about it. Okay. So in your subconscious mind, right, you're creating something that is not tangible at that moment or real at that moment. It's not it's not, um, it's not, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not real. It's not, um, goodness, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: It'll come to you. Just yes. keep talking.
0: Okay, so it's it's not, like, it's not something that's happening in real life, right? And then when you have a desire, right, a dream, right, you want to own a home or you want to get married, or you want to have kids, or you want to, like, all that kind of stuff, it consumes your mind in a way where you've created this alternative universe that isn't a reality yet either. And it can drive you to very different places.
1: So I do understand the analogy you're giving, right, because just to make sure I understand what you're saying, somebody who wants to make a million bucks, Mm -hmm. right, you're driven because maybe you came from poverty, you never want to be poor again, you're aiming to do that, and so you bury yourself into work You neglect friendship and family Mm -hmm. because your pursuit is money because that is your dream, right? And then you get to your dream and in the meantime, you missed out living on everything else. Yes. Okay. I understand that. I understand that. And to me, that would be an extreme side of dreaming because, for example, we have a dream about having a pool. Mm -hmm. We have a dream about owning a property in Georgia. I do not spend my days thinking about that at all we i think about it when we talk about it i I think about it when it's hot and i'm like dang it would be really nice to jump into the pool right now
0: i think about the pool every single okay day
1: again see some people have extreme things about others i
0: am obsessed with the thought that there will be one day...
1: It's amazing you're not dreaming about swimming, then.
0: Listen. I, I am obsessed with the thought that one day I'm going to be able to come home from work after the hottest day ever. Okay? And I'm going to be able to swim in my pool to relax. And that's going to be my, like, reset.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm dead so... Serious.
0: You're going to see me, like my my dad told me cuz my dad had a he had a pool in his house um here in Miami before they bought their farm and he he had a pool and when i told him that we were thinking about putting a pool in and all that kind of stuff he was like think about it really good you're not going to use it that much it's not going to be the thing and i was like don't step on my dream. I'm going to have my (laughs) pool (laughs) and I'm going to swim in it a lot. I'm going to sit in it even if I'm going to touch that water every single day. Don't take this away from me. (laughs) (laughs) But I literally, uh, I literally dream about it all the time in real life. That's kind of funny that you brought the pool up, but that's really the reason why I actually did that analogy.
1: Oh, that's very interesting. Because
0: of my, of the way that I think about the pool.
1: Okay. But do you feel like you're being driven, like, every decision you make and I'm going to work long, long hours because I'm going to have my pool? Like, that's not what it is. No, no. Okay, so there's different levels of that. You know, it's just like... I know, like that happened to me yesterday where I told you I completely (laughs) forgot that I had had a dream with a certain person, right? So there's dreams that probably are not relevant enough. They didn't really stick with you enough for you to wake up in the morning and be like, oh, my God, I had this dream, right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden something triggers it. And, oh, gosh, I dreamt that it was Christmas already and we but, skipped Thanksgiving. And it wasn't a big deal. So different tears. I, I
0: have told you that, too, that I I feel like I'm sure that I dream. I'm sure that there's something that's going on in my like dream realm, but not significant enough for me to remember it. But I also fall asleep like a light bulb. It's like the light switch gets turned on. Like last night. So,
1: okay, wait. So let's just say that right there, right? I do feel like your level of depth that you dive in sleep is extraordinary.
0: Yes. And it's
1: unusual.
0: So let's put put yesterday an example. So I got out of work a little bit early, right? Came home and we went down to the Keys to have dinner. Something that we've been trying to do for a while and just circumstances have not allowed us to be able to go and yesterday because I got home early we went and on the way home I was like I'm taking a nap it's a 45 minute drive and I'm like taking a nap so that I'm good for the movie or we're gonna watch uh, Saints of Newark if you haven't seen it recommend it anyways I watched the movie the movie was over super engaged fantastic we really enjoyed it and i was like we can watch the first episode of the sopranos like i'm good and you looked over at me and you were like okay but i knew you're okay (laughs) i knew that you're okay had something else that was attached to it and i'm i'm trying as i how do i say this so i'm trying to be more receptive to the fact that you can read me like a book and uh, yeah. yeah after all these years so when you gave me the uh, okay but it was more like a let's okay.
1: let's take, let's
0: take 10 minutes here and let's see what happens <laughs> be, you know i like i i saw you didn't change the the channel <laughs> Like you weren't finding the show. I was deliberately being slow. You were yeah. You were being slow, right? (laughs) And um, I was like, hmm. Let's see what happens. It wasn't even ten minutes, and my head was snapping back like it was gonna come off of my shoulders. And you and and I was like, you looked at me and you said something. I don't remember exactly what you said, but I looked over at you and you had a pillow like laying on your lap and I'm like I'm looking to transition right to that pillow and you're like well I'm looking to transition to the bed so if you're coming <laughs> let's go and um and I like I went down I don't remember I mean you
1: so when you fall asleep you fall asleep so deeply that I can wake you several times we can have a conversation several times about, yes, I'm going right, right now. Do you need me to help you get up? No. Do you want me to take your phone? No, I got it. Okay. See you in the room. And I come back completely asleep. And later, later, I didn't hear you wake me up at all. No. That's what you say, right? So, so, so deep. I don't even know. To me, that's like deep sea diving. I don't even know if dreams exist down there. (laughs)
0: I Maybe. think it's just a
1: black abyss, okay? Maybe that's actually the window to the beyond.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, so very, very bad. But there was something I was going to say about what you were talking about with that. But, dang. Um, oh, yes. Have you heard of brain bleach? Have you heard of this?
0: Obviously not. No. Really? Well, you said it, and my face is like, what the heck are you talking about?
1: Okay. For real? Yeah. Nothing? No, wow. Nothing. I always get so excited when I know something. And I'm probably I'm going to say, you're going to be
0: like oh, like, oh, I know. Oh, yeah, but I know better than Okay.
1: So I hear these things from the kids, right? So whatever they hear on social media, then they come back to me, and they're like, Mom, what you're doing is called brain mm-hmm. bleach. Just like you didn't know about the revenge, procrastination, mm-hmm. um, what? Sleep? Yes. Something like that, right?
0: Is this pick on my my sleeping day? No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. The brain bleach is for me. Okay, so So somebody who has vivid dreams will be the only one probably who can relate, who's listening to the chat right now, right? Um, But Nikki, for one, told me she gets this, right? So there are times where we just finished watching something. I've already confessed on here, guilty pleasure, true crime, right? I do like watching that. I did find out uh, pre-pandemic that I was having nightly my um, nightmares. Nightly nightmares. To the point where I would be afraid to fall asleep because of the nightmare I was going to fall into. And I... It got so bad to the point that I had to say, let me analyze what's going on. Why am I having so many nightmares? What is triggering them? And, oh my gosh, it was literally under my nose. I was watching an episode of a crime show, the very last thing I did before I turned off the light and went to sleep. So all of that, with all of its murder and and dismemberment and everything, was just translating into dreams. I quit watching the show, my nightmares went away. And I was like, I cannot believe that I'm that sensitive, okay? So, you're my witness. I don't even I don't even see horror movie previews. Nope. I I look away and the th- I don't care who's around, I'm not watching, okay? So, there are times where we have watched a movie that was way 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 too sad or it was Yikes, a little jarring, whatever, right? And I feel, I can already feel, this is already seeping into the programming for tonight, which is going to feature a serial killer. So that's when you apply brain bleach. This is what I was told by the kids.
0: Also known as friends.
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: I can see where you're going But
1: actually, apparently on social media, you watch videos of puppies or something that's just super, super cute, completely opposite to get your brain out of that. And you know what? Actually, I have found that it works for me. Sometimes, you know, one of those bad thoughts will will still sneak in there.
0: Sometimes Chandler is the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is the serial killer
1: <laughs> but yes i will watch like an episode of Friend, an episode or two of friends when the office was streaming i would watch that and it was just like okay i feel so much better right i'm not feeling the wariness of oh god uh, i'm gonna have a nightmare you know so <laughs> it's good if, interestingly enough though what is my favorite genre of movie to watch We've already said this. What oh, is the it? the disaster movies. Yeah, you know, and I like having a disaster dream is awesome for me. Not that <laughs> I tear it's, but I don't consider it a nightmare. I'm saying it's not <laughs> like I wake up super scared. Yeah, I'm dying and the, 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 everything around me is being destroyed. But I'll I'll take those over true crimes becoming true nightmares.
0: You've never ever told me a disaster dream.
1: Yes, I have, babe. Listen. Another article I read said Wait, that on. scientists. What? Hold on. That scientists have proven the fact that people do not have reoccurring dreams. Excuse me, scientists. If you listen to the chat, I volunteer as tribute. Study me. I do have reoccurring dreams. Okay, and I have told you this before. It's the tsunami and the oh, twin it's tornadoes. True. Yep, it's
0: true. The twin tornadoes.
1: Okay. It's always twin tornadoes. And the tsunami.
0: I forgot about that. That's true.
1: There you go. There is my disaster dream. (laughs) (laughs) That's my reoccurring one, which is so interesting, you know, because when I was a a kid, like, and I'm saying before we got married, right? Because I feel like these disaster dreams started later after maybe in, in my 20s or whatever. Before, my reoccurring dream was that I was supposed to get somewhere and I was on the highway and i was driving 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 and the next sign that i saw said main next exit <laughs> okay i don't remember if i told you that you i did. had told my dad that I did. i remember and so and what what was my fear back then before gps oh so that must have gone away after with the, we and had with GPS? gps because i am the worst at directions and even i can't with go GPS, anywhere without gps but
0: even with gps
1: even with GPS I get off at the wrong exits. That's so true. And I have called you on the way to the airport. Oh my God. It said make a slight right. And then it said go left. And I'm it's too late. I'm already yeah. all the way I'm, on the right.
0: I'm in Maine.
1: <laughs> but I don't dream about that anymore. No. Now tomorrow I'm gonna dream about that. Yep. <laughs> so
0: Oh the dreams So
1: this dream. episode was really to talk about me and my dreams. Because you have nothing to you have nothing to share.
0: I shared some stuff.
1: Not on the chat.
0: Not about my dreams. Oh, they're private. I, well, I don't have Actually, anything. Actually,
1: I just watched a movie. Okay. <laughs> I have been on this bench to like watch really, really old, either black and white movies or really old movies just to see either how amazing, wow, for it being in the 30s, right? Or it's been between the 30s and the 60s that I've been watching movies, um, Pretty pretty amazing, right? And then others are just cringy. I just watched one that's called David and Bathsheba. Okay. Super cringe. And it was <laughs> it it felt like it wanted to be like the Ten Commandments, right? And probably was made right about the same time. Super cringe, right? And he is David is laying there with Bathsheba, right? He thinks he's all that, by the way. Oh my gosh so annoying and so conceited in that movie and he's just laying there in a field and he's like oh I dreamt last night she's like tell me what you dreamt and he's like uh, I think that a man is entitled to the secrets of his dreams and she's like oh then you dreamt about women and he's like what else is there to dream of <laughs> insert super cringe <laughs>
0: And that's when the music in the back.
1: Are you kidding me right now? So, sir, you are entitled to the secret of your dreams.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't share. That brings this episode to a conclusion because (laughs) I think. Can
1: we talk about Squirt?
0: I think. Oh, my goodness. Are we going to?
1: This is it. This is it. We're going to close it. Are you going to
0: tell? You're going to tell.
1: I'm just. Listen. This is a family show.
0: Mm -hmm. And you're going to talk about this.
1: I am. Okay.
0: This happened on our family chat, by the way, people. (laughs) It was was our children.
1: Okay. I just have to say this. Yesterday, I went to Walgreens, stopped by to pick up a couple things. And as I'm walking out, they have a very tall display of a box soda that many people are going like, I know Squirt. I love Squirt. Did you know that there's actually a definition in the dictionary, which I do not know right now, right? And it is about um, having like an aversion to certain words, because most people will tell you, well, I'm not most, there are some people who feel grossed out when they hear the word moist. They don't like that word, and it's an icky word, okay? What happened? Why are your eyes so wide? Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Do not search squirt babe. on Google.
1: Oh my, babe! Oh my God! Okay. I was looking Goodbye, for the folks. drink. Thank you so much for tuning in. I was
0: looking for the drink, and this is I'm, okay. I okay, move on.
1: babe. Wow. Go ahead. I, you know, this is when I wish we did sort of edit ourselves because, <laughs> oh my God! I thought you were looking for the word that I meant was, cringy word. I,
0: I okay, was. Okay. Stop
1: talking. So that. I see this a drink called squirt, and I just quickly, immediately felt an aversion to it, a complete aversion to it. Who wants to drink squirt? Okay. And then what do you do? You send a picture, and you're like, hey, look at me and my bottle of squirt.
0: Which I already had. It was in the trucker. I
1: just want to say to the makers of Squirt. Why?
0: (laughs) What the heck were you thinking?
1: Why? Why would you do that? The end. The end. I don't drink squirt. (laughs) Stop. Okay, now for real the end. Okay.
0: Thank you guys for listening to another episode, which ended weird again. (laughs) Because that's what we do. (laughs) Come back next week for more. (laughs) More fun. Sorry, just one
1: last thing. How awesome would it be to show up at a potluck? That's what I'm gonna bring next time. (laughs) 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 Who brought the squirrel?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't with you, but you. I gotta. People, I'm about to turn off her mic. I think I may turn Let's off. Let's just quit. Let's just quit, just
1: quit while we're ahead. <laughs>
0: Bye, guys. <laughs> See you next week. Come back. <laughs> I'm saying goodbye for me. I'm saying goodbye for Ketmia. See you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>